up, y'all? This is Maya. You're listening to Dear Wednesday with Frankie and Kristen. Here we go. Oh, no. Is that a metronome? It is. <laughs> okay. Wait, are we keeping time? <laughs> we have so to talk about the pen part. Have to cut that part out. Okay. Uh, all right. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hola. We, I'm Kristen. I'm Frankie. I'm Terry. Um, Terry is our first guest, our first student guest, and also Jalen is in here with us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are so excited to have students in with us today. We're going to be talking about Pride Week. Yay. Yay. So we're going to start with um, the history of Pride, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. Does anybody know the history of Pride or like where Pride started? No. No? No. Jalen? No? Surprisingly. Um, so I'm going to, I didn't really know the history of Pride Week um, either before uh, like this year. But um, there's a documentary about Marsha Johnson on Netflix. And actually um, it talks about. The very first Pride was um, like a riot that started because um, these um, community members in the LGBTQ community would go to this um, this bar called Stonewall, and it would always get raided, and um, so it got raided, and they were just like, we're not having it anymore, and so they started a riot, um, and so as a in memory of that, every year in June, um, LGBTQIA community members and allies all over the world celebrate their um, defiance and their um, standing up for themselves. So, yeah, <laughs> that is a little bit about it. And so we celebrate Pride um, at Wayne State before June because obviously in June we have less students um, oh, I didn't know that. that yeah. Is, now I understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we celebrate Pride before school's out because if we celebrated Pride um, for our students in June, it, they would not be here. So you were saying that, like, Marsha, is it, sorry, B. Johnson? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was a big part of that. Can mm-hmm. you explain a little bit about who she, is? she was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Marsha B. Johnson was a trans um, woman. Um, and she was a big part of the New York trans scene, um, and she was, like, kind of the mother of, um, the movement, and, um, and there's another woman. She's also a woman of color. Yes, a black, she is a black woman, um, and so, so yeah, so she, she did a lot of work in the community, um, really, like, lifting people up and, um, bringing them, like, bringing them together. together. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so... Yeah. So we celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was 50 years ago. And so in New York this year, there's a huge, I mean, all, the celebration is always huge, but there's a even bigger Especially, celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 50 years. Um, so, yeah. So should I talk a little bit about yeah. the... Yeah. Frankie, do you want to talk about the, the flag? Yeah. So does anyone know where the pride flag comes from? Or you have like a guess, or maybe you've heard a myth about it. I know we talked about myths last week, but some people have heard that the rainbow flag is a throwback to the Wizard of Oz. 
What? Or that it's based I've on the song. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Or that it comes from the song Somewhere Over, Over the, the Rainbow. Rainbow. Because Judy Garland is such a gay icon. Mm-hmm. And the Stonewall riots actually happened a few days after Judy Garland's funeral. What? So there's a connection there, but okay. it's not necessarily where the flag came from, which I was really interested to learn. So the flag was actually created by a man named Gilbert Baker, who was originally from Kansas, but lived in San Francisco. Somewhere over the rainbow. So, exactly. Kansas. You're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> he actually liked the connection okay. from what I've read. I would like the connection, too. Yeah. So all this information I'm going to talk about comes from uh, Huffington or HuffPost article called the history and meaning of the rainbow pride flag over 40 years the iconic six stripe flag has generated a mythology of its own and i accidentally found more myths (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it was by curtis m wong so we want to give him credit so in 1978 uh, gilbert baker created the pride flag under the encouragement of harvey milk who was the first openly gay elected official in office. Oh, nice. And the idea Where? in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, for the city of San Francisco. That makes sense. Right? There's a lot of, like, pride celebrations yeah. in San Francisco. Um, they have a thriving, from what I've heard, I've never been there, but gay community. I heard they have an entire town that's oh. straight, like, only gay people are in that town. Okay. Um, I forgot the exact name of it, but I, I heard it somewhere in... Um, Every member in that um, town is part of the community, mm-hmm. and I just thought that was really nice right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so sounds like a place you can go and just see people like you and really not have to worry about being discriminated against or worry about the fear of an everyday life being gay or mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds amazing. That sounds really amazing. Um, we should look into that some yeah. more. Mm-hmm. So Harvey Milk encouraged Baker, who was an artist, to create a symbol of empowerment and peace for gay people everywhere that they could rally behind and be proud of. Because previously there were only negative symbols associated with uh, gay men especially. So in Nazi Germany, pink triangles were used to um, indicate who was a gay man in concentration camps. And men would have pink triangles oh, on their right. arms. And so that symbol was still associated with being gay. So to create something new that was empowering, they created an original eight-striped rainbow flag. So the flag that we know today has six stripes, but the original had pink and turquoise. But uh, the reason pink was removed is because it's too expensive to make. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. But now pink is in the trans flag because the trans flag Mm -hmm. is pink, white, and blue. Yeah. So... Oh. It got thrown back in. <laughs> somebody, got, somebody found some more money. So that Well, it could be because the new pink that they use for the trans flag is like a baby pink. Yeah, that's true. And the old one um, in the 70s was like a hot pink. That like I can see that. Pink, so uh, I don't know if that's still the case. But mm-hmm. the original has, or no, sorry. The current flag has six, and they all have meaning, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, red for life. Kind of remind me of like blood. Mm-hmm. Orange for healing. Mm-hmm. Yellow is the sunshine, green is for nature, blue is for harmony, and purple is for uh, spirituality. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so it's not based on somewhere over the rainbow. And Gilbert Baker passed away in 2017. I think it's important to note that he never became rich off of the design 
Um, and he never copyrighted the flag for himself because he wanted it to be owned by everybody. Hmm. The other really cool part of this story is that he was really open to interpretations of the flag through time. So have you ever seen Lena Waithe, uh, where the flag is like a superhero cape to the Met Gala? There were bars added to the bottom. I think there was a brown color and maybe a black or a navy. I can't remember right now. But it's to include like people who have felt marginalized by pride in the past. So people of color who felt maybe pride wasn't for them. It's like to they also couldn't attend, that they couldn't be part of that community for whatever reason that they felt. Yeah, I think in culture it's important to note that there's a lot of stereotypes that there's like a way to be gay or maybe white culture really lifts up gay people in a way sometimes. Um, when we're talking about that topic, I feel as if um, in a white community, it's a lot more accepted mm -hmm. than being a person of color because when we like look at you, it's more so becoming a normal lifestyle in a white community where here we're still struggling of just being able to come out and stuff. And I see it sometimes as a standard because I wish it can get like that to where I could just walk around with a boy and not have to worry about anything like that. But then, you know, if I walk around here, it's Detroit. Mm -hmm. You might get jumped. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys, I love that you are more open with it. I wish we can get to that level, but I feel like it's going to take a lot of work to and get there. Just to clarify, um, Terry is the vice president of Cutie Pock, which is queer and trans people of color. Yes. And then I do want to mention it's Marsha P. Johnson. And we said B, but it's... it's <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. And then um, Sylvia Rivera was the other woman, the other trans woman that we were talking about, um, who both, they just did a ton in the community and were like big parts of the Stonewall riots. But I just want to circle back real quick. Make sure we got all our facts right. Yeah. Okay. But thanks, Terry, for sharing that. And we, we definitely want to hear more um, from you about this week and um, what celebrating has been like. Um, um, especially as it's the first year that Cutie Pop is really on campus. And, like, you guys had your first event last yeah, night. We want to hear about. We're still coming down off of that. That was sure. a, a great achievement for us because to see all of our work and our effort actually come and make something so nice that everybody could enjoy. Mm -hmm. it, it was a sense of achievement I had never felt before. To see people actually enjoy themselves and being engaged and actually opening up about things that they probably would have never have said. Like, we had two people come and tell us that they were asexual and they found each other thinking that they were alone. Just mm -hmm. that right there kind of validated our whole that whole night for us. Mm -hmm. To give somebody a chance to meet somebody that they can connect with, mm -hmm. to give them their own sense of community within a larger community, it felt nice to, to be part of that. That's cool. Like, just think about it. They would have went around campus just thinking that they were just off on their own. Mm -hmm. They probably would have had all these negative thoughts like, oh, this is weird. I'm the only one thinking they're a unicorn or some stuff like they said last night. Sure. And then to meet somebody else who has the exact mind state as you mm -hmm. is comforting. Sure. I feel. And it was just nice to see that come out. Yeah, that's cool. Um, can you tell us about any other events that you attended this week? Um, I attended, I don't know the exact name of it. Um, the one that we went to together was called, um, was called Two Genders. So it was about learning from trans people. Yeah, um, I honestly went to that event because my friend Jelani mentioned it to me during class. He was like, yeah, I'm going to this. I'm like, 
okay, I'm going to stop by with you. Sure. And it was actually pretty nice. I'm, the turnout wasn't what I would have expected it to be, sure. which, given it's not the most hot topic out here, sure, I understand still kind that. of taboo. Yes, yeah, it was really taboo. And not a lot of people probably would have wanted to. If, even if they wanted to come, they probably would have felt a little ostracized that they would have went, sure. like probably got looks or something like that. But going into that event, it was actually really informative because I didn't know that trans people were faced with these issues. Like, they're being killed on the streets sure. and just dumped. And nobody is really looking into it. Nobody is caring about it. And, like, just to see that somebody's losing their life and nobody cares just about the way because of how they look or who they want to be. Sure. It's, it's sad. Now. And sure. to, I'm happy that I was brought to the light, in a sense. And that's why I tried to touch upon it in an event last night. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they need our help. They need our support and our love. And we need to stop being so disconnected as a community and just spread the love throughout as a whole. Sure. Like, I feel that the disconnect in our community makes it worse for us. Because not only do we have to face the people on the outside who don't like us for being us, we have to face our own people that, oh, you bi, so you weird. Or you greedy. Oh, you trans, so you a freak. Like, why do we have to face that from people who understand what we're going through, for one? Like, if I just, like, to come out as gay, mm-hmm. to come out as lesbian, to come out as bi, uh-huh. to come out as trans, to come out as pan, any of that, we go through the same exact treatment with variations, don't get me wrong. Sure. Because everybody's story is going to be different, but we right. go through the same exact treatment. So why are we being that way towards our, our you know? Discriminatory. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sure. doesn't make any sense. Sure. I mean, I think that minority groups... Um, are sometimes pitted against each other, and I don't know for sure, but I feel like within the community sometimes, you know, you might feel like, well, you know, I'm gay, so that's a little more accepted, and so I, I can look down upon someone who is asexual or, or intersex in because or... I, yeah, because I want to fit it, because I want to be... Because if I make fun of right. you, then they're going to make fun of you with me, right. so I'm going to be so in the I, with them. And then they won't make fun of me. Exactly. Right. I mean, and it's I'm like, not sure if that's exactly how it is, but I... It's not always, but sure. a lot of the time I can see where that will come into. Sure. But I feel like, um, in a sense, the abused become the abuser and it creates a cycle. Sure. So if I'm being picked on, I'm going to find somebody else to relieve this frustration that I can't, you know, figure a way to relieve. And me being gay is in a better standing in most people's minds than being trans because that's a whole new topic. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I'm gay and I'm being bullied. I'm going to take it out on you. Right. So you can feel what I'm feeling. And so, I feel like that's where a lot of people's mind goes to. Um, which it shouldn't, but it's a right. cycle. Like I said, the abuse become the abuser. That's how it, it yeah. normally goes. Similar to like colorism that we face in the black community. Yeah. So if I'm lighter skinned than you, then I feel like, well, I might fit in more or whatever. And I feel like I can... You know, I can demean you because you're darker skin. I mean, I'm not saying it's exactly like that, but, but that's how similar. that's how it is. To be yeah. honest, like, just be like fight, honest, that's fighting how within communities. Yeah, right. Like the whole light skin, dark skin debate has been going on for the longest, all the way back to slavery. Okay, you want to throw something in on that one? <laughs> <laughs> but um, like it goes, like you said, it goes back to slavery. Like, yeah. and might it's a mind. You never know, but I know it's a mind state that has been cultivated over the years sure. and it's going to be one of the toughest habits for us to break that being said I, 
But thank it's you for much oh. else you can really touch upon that one because that's a whole different rabbit oh, hole. Oh right. right, we don't there. we don't want to jump in that yeah, rabbit hole but, or jump that. down that rabbit hole. I think it's really powerful that you're even just bringing that up and having the conversation about it for students and letting students know, like, as a a representative, as an ally, that it's okay to even have that conversation mm-hmm. because I I feel from my work with students that a lot of students would rather not because they feel it's safer. But I think it's so important to just talk about experiences. Yeah. And if that's what your experience is and how you feel that that is the way it is, then it's valid and we need to talk about it more. Mm-hmm. Just open up communication and listen. Thank you. Yes. I think the work you're doing is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I think what's um, been really fun about this, this Pride Week for me is that is seeing all the different groups like celebrate each other and celebrate pride together. There's so many different groups mm-hmm. on campus and like Jigsaw and LGBTQ SAB, Cutie Pop, uh, GQA, which is the grad um, queer so group you know on campus. I, I think well, so we all kind of came together and, and planned this week, and this week was chock full of really. And still is. Uh, yeah, it still is. There's still so many things yeah. going on. Unfortunately, when you hear this, the week will be over because <laughs> yeah. we record the week before. But um, can you? Do you want to talk about any? Like, I know you went to the the trans um, kind of. It was kind of like a speed dating. Yeah, it was a little weirdly formatted for the simple fact that we got there. It was like, okay, you're gonna break up into groups of however many, and you're gonna be on your first date. I'm like. Wait, what? Yeah, I, I, think, I came here to, like, listen. Sure. And, I think it made it, like, a little light. They were, I, I, think I, the, I think they wanted to make that, like, an icebreaker type yeah. thing. But it just came off as what's going on right now. I didn't sign up for this. Because yeah. I'm just like, I just sure. want to hear people's stories and sure. get their perspectives on things. But they were talking about speed day, and I'm just like, luckily we met a nice person. We met a couple nice yes. people. We met a couple. Um, and, I mean, I know I left a little early, and I'm not sure um, when you left. But uh, after that... It was kind of what you would expect. Sure. Um, we had a couple of activists talk. Okay. Um, there was one woman who has been fighting this battle for 50 years, I believe. Yeah, Rachel. Are you talking about Rachel? Yes. Um, and yeah, she has, I like, I think her organization has reached out all the way to Uganda. Yeah, that's what she was like saying. Um, Trans Day of Visibility. Yes. Yeah. And it was just nice to see that. It's actually getting some recognition. Yeah, all like, across the they're, world. They're not, they're not fighting a losing battle in a sense that they're actually getting a voice. And that was the biggest thing that they talked about, having a voice. Mm-hmm. And one thing that stood out to me that was said was their voice can only be carried. This is just me like saying it my way, but their voice can only Perfect. be carried so far. So they need others to help speak up for them. Sure. And that stood out to me because that's so true. Like, you can only do so much as one person, but imagine that person with 10 others. Mm-hmm. It would achieve so much more than just me talking. Right. So I feel like that was the really one of the most important things that came out of it, besides having knowledge of what's going on. Right around the corner. You know, yeah, right, right around our, the corner. From so do you want to speak a little bit on that? Um, we had Jaleesa Abad at our table. Um, and she is, she works for the attorney, attorney general's office and she's a trans woman. Um, and she told us a little bit about 
the fight um, against hate crimes um, in our very city. So um, she was telling us a little bit about how a lot of um, young trans men and women are kicked out of their homes and, and, so, and being killed. Forced to become sex workers just to be able to feed themselves. Right, forced to become sex um, workers. It's, and it's, just, it's something I see on a daily because she lives near me and it happens very close to us. Because yeah, uh, you, yeah, you live near me too. Yes, so you, you you see what I see. And like to see somebody just standing on the corner all hours of the night selling their body just to be able to feed themselves because they weren't accepted by their parents so they were kicked out. Mm-hmm. Like that could easily have been me if my right. mom wasn't as loving and my family wasn't as loving as they were. Like, sure. And it that's, I think, what hit me the most. Like, that could have really been me if the situation was changed. Yeah. It, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a fact of life. And there's only so much I can do for it. Sure. But there's really nothing being done for it. Because, like um, like we said, the Ruth Ellis Center is only open, what, two days? It, well, yeah. But, uh, but we do want to highlight that at least the Ruth Ellis Center is a Yeah, no, they're doing something. Don't get me center. wrong. They're yeah, doing they're, something. Ruth Which Ellis is, is an amazing... But they can only do so much Right, there. they can only there's do so no much. Other, there's really no other programs for them. Like, I'm not trying to undermine the work that the Ruth Ellis Center yeah, is doing. They're, they're doing, doing great work. Great work. Yeah. They're, like, that's the best thing out there right now. Sure. But seeing that that's the best thing out there need, means that we need to have more options for people. What else can we do? We need to have shelters sure. or something, just a place for them to rest their head. Sure. Without having to worry about somebody coming and picking a fight with them. Yeah. Or somebody coming and killing them because they're being killed Mm -hmm. and just thrown in dumpsters and nobody's looking into it. Right. Like, I'm not trying to be out here, like, all gloomy and stuff, but this is a fact of life. This is the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be addressed in a sense. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like I said, I I wasn't trying to undermine the Ruth Ellis, but they were just, it's just so much. There's only so much that they can do. And it's so much more that needs to be done for them. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I love your passion. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, this is the first time that we've met, Terry. Yes. So, um, we didn't get a chance to talk a lot before we started. So, I'm curious, and I want to know, like, um, first of all, kind of this is a two-part. Mm-hmm. So, what plans do you have for Cutie Pop? Um, we have to keep some of them a secret, because we, okay. we do have some big <laughs> stuff coming okay. next year. Um, but we're going to have more of the dialogue and more of the discussions they're going to lead towards mental health in black people. Okay. We're going to lead towards, um, like, dating, because that's a big one there. Like, the inability to really show love and connect with somebody yeah. that causes a whole slew of problems. Right. We're just going to talk about a lot of the issues that people don't really address, yeah, that like, needs to be addressed. How do you build healthy relationships? So many yep. people deserve that. Kind of education. We're going to have um, a couple of other events. We're having a, a collaboration next week with the listening party, um, Frank Ocean. We're going to go through his story. He came out as bi. We're going to yeah. talk about what that means. We're going to talk about who helped support him yeah. and how that influenced his music. Mm-hmm. We're gonna Is there do, like a public health It's uh, a public health time. To that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to okay. talk about the um, things like unequal health care. Mm. We're going to talk about... Um, the statistics of how many people are committing suicide out here because nobody is out here supporting them. Sure. It's going to um, 
check most definitely come check that out. Yeah. But next year, I would love we're to. gonna like I said, we're gonna bring out the dialogues. We're gonna probably do some more collabs with um, other organizations like Ask a Gay Person, for okay. example, or Ask a Muslim Person, stuff yes. like that, just to get other perspectives. Like I think that would be a cool idea. Yeah, because, dialogues are important. Like a, a group of a couple of different orgs on campus that we can sit down and ask them questions that we've been curious about and them to ask us questions that we've been curious about, curious about just to clarify some things and help combat ignorance. Sure, and that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also, we just want to have a nice space where people can come, be themselves, don't have to worry about anything. Everybody is accepted in Cutie Pie. You don't have to be anything. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You don't have to be gay. You don't have to be, you can be whatever you want to be. You can Frankie be a unicorn wants to drink here you coming in. Unicorn. We I'm, just we just want everybody to really okay, feel accepted. I'm your new biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. So because I want to know, and I know other people are going to want to know, how can we find more information about Cutiepot? Um. Mostly at our events, we're going to have a sign up sheet, but you can also contact me, okay. and I'll give you more information. I'm going to probably just throw my Snapchat out sure. there. Sure. Yeah. It's Instagram. Um, Is it? Uh. Cutiepot has an Instagram. Cutiepot does have an Instagram. Um. And a Facebook page. No, we do no. not have a Just kidding. No, no, Facebook trolls, people. Bye. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, I am officially old. <laughs> we'll give we'll get the information for all of that okay. at the end. Okay. But we do have a couple of different outlets. We have an email. We have. Um, we're also going to have anonymous polls. So after any event, if you don't feel comfortable saying things out loud, you can come submit it anonymously, and we are answering them for you. Or awesome. give you feedback and stuff like that because I know this is a hard thing for people to talk about. Sure. And we want to, we want you to be able to really express yourself the best way you can. Right. Without being uncomfortable. Yeah. But it, by all means, if you're comfortable, come out to the events, say what you got to say. Sure. Speak your mind, speak your truth. But if you don't want to, <laughs> you can Frankie's always dancing. hit us up one on one, and you don't have to worry about anything getting out. Cool. Oh my gosh! And sorry, my second question. I was gonna say, what's the second part of your question? What's your future plan? Where are you going? Me? Specifically? Yeah. Wait. First well, of all, like, what year are you? I'm a I'm sophomore. You're only a sophomore. Yes. Oh. Nineteen year old baby. Oh! I love that. I just <laughs> I love meeting passionate sophomores. This is so exciting because you're gonna be on campus for a little while. Yet another two or three years. Oh my, you're gonna make so many waves. I'm so excited. And you have so many people like cheering you on and yeah, already have a community of support it's, behind it's you. It's crazy. Because I didn't know this was gonna get that much support. I really, mm -hmm. like I came in freshman year and I heard about Jigsaw and I was like, um, well, what about, you know, my fellow brothers out here, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. Because Jigsaw is nice, don't get me wrong. I just wanted a community where I, could really connect with somebody who are, was exactly on my level because it's one thing to be gay, yeah. but it's another thing to be gay and be black. Yeah. And that's something that I really see out here. And I wish it was more influence and more people out here I could talk to because this is a whole journey. Nobody gives you any guidebooks, any playbooks or anything. So I'm out here trying to get navigated on my own. If I had some help, I feel like that would be tremendous, like a tremendous benefits me and I just want to be that help for other people out here traversing the, through this you know what I mean yeah. so as far as my plans I'm a psych major okay so you know psychology is going to play a big role into this I really want to talk about the mental health issues and I really want to talk about why people do the things they do and why people think why they think in a sense like 
why is it so why is me being myself a gay male so uncomfortable to you like i want to really sit down with somebody and break that down and figure out the root of that problem things like that is what really interests me and that's really a big influence on this org but it's not the major focus We're, we have a couple of different focus here and there but the general thing that we want to talk about is just a nice place where you can come be yourself and be accepted that's all we want is acceptance and love i mean and that's that's amazing <laughs> i'm all about light and love and just putting that out there and making better spaces and communities but i think what's so important about this work too from like a perspective of a staff member at wayne mm -hmm. state is students don't learn when they don't feel loved and accepted and mm -hmm. safe and so by creating this community for people like you and for yourself you are making better learning happen on campus so that's Thank amazing you. Oh. hi chris chris is joining uh, us right now right. say hi hi i'm trying to love you all <laughs> that's okay we yeah. want to welcome people when they come in the door yeah welcome to the podcast chris you oh. missed a, a good portion of it um but that's okay that's okay um we are probably over a half an hour right yeah. now just for a time check yeah for everybody and we can um so we actually want to know um uh, tell us if you don't go to wayne state um and your school has a pride week tell us what are some of the activities that you do um you can reach out and let us know if you enjoyed some pride week events at wayne state um if you have questions for terry about cutie pack if you have questions about any of the other um, LGBTQIA orgs on campus, um, just reach out and we can uh, navigate you in the right direction. Right. And just so I you think... know, most of our members are going to be located up at Holmesy. You can yeah. always catch us up here. It's, it's a great office. <laughs> it is. Um, and yeah, if you, yeah, oh, next week we are going to be talking about study habits and studying because. Finals are coming just around the corner. It feels like the semester went by so quick. I snapped. Probably want to hear that. Um, yeah, so send us your study questions if you have any specifically about how you want to crush your exams. And we're going to consult with the Study Skills Academy on campus, which is an amazing place that just wants you to be successful. Yeah. yeah. The Instagram, <laughs> uh, they always post like memes and stuff. I send stuff back, but they never respond. Oh, that is such a good point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. They'll, okay, I'm going to talk to them about that. They're going to respond to you, I promise, or I will. <laughs> but, um, oh my gosh, I think, let me check. I'm going to bring it up right now. This is a really long episode, but it's fine. Let's see <laughs> what's good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Terry's gonna give us his information. We'll put it in um, the post about today's episode. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll put it all. We can make our own Instagram post. I'll even throw my own personal um, access. I you know email. Yeah. Cool. So you can reach out to me if you want to talk to me specifically. And your social security number. And your, no, I'm just kidding. Chill on that. <laughs> all right, because I'm not trying to have debt out here. But um, we're gonna put all all the information for Cutie Pop. Do any ways to contact us? We're gonna put sure. it in the link. Right. Yeah, we'll put it in the um, in the post. So, yes. Um, and for all of your study skills, memes, and information about support groups and counseling, it is at studyskillswsu, all one word, lowercase letters, and that's their Instagram handle. Mm -hmm. So go there and show them some love because they work really, really hard. They do.
Um, thanks so much for listening. And I just want to say thank you for all the love. We are super pumped about all of you listening to the podcast. Seriously, we did a dance before cast. Seriously, we did a dance before the oh, podcast. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Um, and shoot us your questions or comments um, or concerns. Bye. Bye.